Kafka's podcast, and I think we're up to our eighth episode. So last week we got to shoot Quentin Killian, the REINT CEO, and uh, what a lovely gentleman he was. What we try to do is bring you people from around the territory that have worked really hard at their profession and have succeeded. And then I always try to pick their brains and get them to drop little bombs on what they do differently. So before we get to interview Kerry McKenzie, the general layout of the podcast is it's an interview between the guest and myself. We ask them little bits and pieces about where were they born, their upbringing, where they came to the territory, and then I'll move into a standard form of questions. You know, have you eaten a green ant's bum, killed a crocodile, um, ever had a salty plum, ever been in the NT News, etc. And then towards the end, I will always do the donkey of the week segment, uh, giving someone the, the credit they deserve for being a donkey or stupid. I'm by no means an expert or a uh, professional interviewer. This is just something that I have a lot of fun doing. Our audience is growing and I hope to maybe possibly get a sponsor on board and maybe get you know a microphone or two and you know get a better setup happening. But at this stage, we're having fun with it. Um, today, I'm going to bring you someone, another genuine person. Uh, she's a go-getter. She's definitely different. Uh, as opposed to many people in the mortgage finance industry. She has a fabulous Facebook page. Uh, she does short videos. She's, she really is a go-getter. And so many people that deal with her always come back and come back and come back. I've never heard a bad review. Uh, can't wait to bring you Miss Kerry McKenzie. So guys, I have uh, Kerry McKenzie with me right here, right now in the AFA offices. How are you, Kerry? I'm very well. Rather excited to be my first podcast. It's just a general conversation with me and you. Yeah. And I feel that you have a lot to offer, darling. Oh, why, thank you. And, <laughs> yeah, so let's get straight into it, Kerry McKenzie from AFA Mortgage Solutions, one of the best mortgage brokers in Darwin, bar none. Uh, but uh, don't take my word for it, give her a call. But we'll get your details at the end as well. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. All right. So, Kerry, t- tell us, where were you born? Oh, going way back then. Yeah. Okay. And, yes. and how you came to, and how you ended up coming to Darwin. Ended up coming to Darwin. All yeah. of that. So yeah. way, way, way back, uh, born in Tanunda, South Australia in the Barossa Valley. Barossa Valley. Beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful place, yes. Yeah. Um, many, many years ago. Um, She's 31, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> She's 31. I wish, I wish. Birthday <laughs> tomorrow, actually. Oh, is it? Yes. Oh. Not telling you how old I am. Okay, anyway, yeah. on. 41, 41. <laughs> So, a very normal upbringing, mum, dad, sister, a small country town, um, started work with the National Australia Bank, uh, hadn't actually even turned 16 yet. Um, so you got into the finance before, wow. That was virtually my first real job. Um, I'd done a couple of after school jobs, of course, trying to earn money. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, so started, and funnily enough, I was uh, halfway through year 12. Um, there was the National Australia Bank and the ANZ that had advertised throughout the schools. Yeah. I applied for the NAB along with um, quite a lot of other people, um, and yes, was successful in appointed as the typist. So the typist? <laughs> typist for National 
Jane and Bain. So I was the uh, tea and coffee girl, and um, literally typing. Don't forget, well, there was very limited computers back then. Yes, yes, yes. And I know that sounds rather archaic, but it, it, the transformation in um, computers technology has yep. just been astronomical over that period of time. Of course. So, and then yes, worked my way up. Um, so sorry to interrupt you. Yeah, yeah. At sixteen, you applied for this job, and you're the typist and the yeah. coffee girl. Yeah. So this is a true story of you know starting from the bottom. Oh, very bottom. You couldn't get any lower. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, so, right. Yes. Um, yeah. Didn't even have my license then. Yeah. Um, so I had to try and hitch a ride with uh, one, at that stage uh, one of the guys. Yes. at the branch he used to pick me up on his way to work yes, um, yes. and of course drop me home until I was lucky enough uh, you know the, the day I turned 16 to, to go for my ills and you know so <laughs> yeah um, yes started and then just worked my way up yep. um, you know from uh, they used to call them batch clerks and then moved on to being a teller in those days the next position was called an accountant not okay. in the sense of an accountant but yeah um i had a very uh, awesome area manager who felt he saw potential in me and really wanted me to move from a small country town branch yeah it was uh, you know limited um in where i could go from there and yes, I at that stage I was already with my husband. Now I met him when I was fifteen. Oh, okay. So, so yeah, we've yeah. been together uh, thirty-two years or something. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> it's a milestone, really. Um, great achievement. Uh, yeah. So then I, out of the blue, got a call from my area manager saying, "Would you consider going to Darwin?" And I said, "What?" He said, "Where yes. the hell is that?" Yes. No, no. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said yes, we would consider it. He said no worries. He hung up. That was on a Thursday, Friday morning. I got a phone call to say you're going in four weeks. So. So how long ago was that? Sorry. That was twenty, uh, twenty-two years ago. Twenty-two years ago. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, got transferred up uh, via National Australia Bank and stayed with them. So, um, so transferred at the NAB up here. Yeah. And where was the branch here? Yeah, first started at Darwin Office, which at that stage was on uh, Mitchell Street. Gotcha. Opposite the Beaufort, it was called then. Oh, there you go. Yeah. There you go. So, um, and that was just a, a, oh, really, I felt like a duck out of water. It yep. was a sink or swim scenario in the sense that I felt, oh, really, what have I done? I think I've bitten off far more than I can chew, yep. and but didn't Someone disliked you? Yes, I hard to believe I know. <laughs> you have enemies? Um, I don't believe it. It was the sense of this girl coming from South Australia and there yep. were people on the floor here that felt they should have received that position. So gotcha. I was already disliked before I got gotcha. here. But again, that didn't take too long to turn that around. Was mortgage broking big, big back then? No, not no, at all. no. It wasn't right. even on the scene, to be honest. So you just, if you needed money, go to the banks? Absolutely. Though, yep, gotcha. Yes, very much so. And it was really at that point where I um, got to the stage where it was a very full-on role yep. um, that I ended up being in. Uh, it was called a personal banker. You manage your own set of clients. Um, 
I had a very short stint in the um, regional executive's role as well, where that was really about managing people. Right, so when you're the, you know, the personal banker, yep. that's the good old days where people used to say, you know, I can talk to my bank person, they Absolutely. can come around, yes. have that personal touch. Yes. And then you sort of, as you're saying then, you went away from that, went to a more executive role yeah, for a tiny bit. And yeah, that was really about managing people. Gotcha. Um, yeah, really felt that that wasn't where my interests lie. Um, I really did enjoy the homeland side of things. So, yeah, yeah uh, went back into that kind of role. Um, yeah, had my had our son Thomas, yes. and then really was at a position where I could take a year off, um, half pay, which that was very enticing. So I actually chose to to take that option, spend some time at my son's school, going in, doing the mum things, Mummy working thing. at the canteen, doing the reader in the morning for the class, and and just giving me the opportunity to take a step back and um, enjoy that side. So, and my husband's always been in mining, so okay, he's always worked away. Okay. So, to try to, you know, juggle all those things um, did get to a point where I thought, yep, I just need to take stock, um, yep. to be a mum, and yeah, just enjoy that for what it was. So, and how long before you, you know, well, how did you end up, uh, before we get to the a AFA part, yeah. how, did you, how did you end up going from banking to broking? Really, a very transition I okay. suppose the year that I had off really I suppose gave me the opportunity to think where I wanted to go from here even so much so that I did my real estate course um, again doing finance I always have had a passion with real estate yep. so yep. thought that may be an avenue that I'd like to pursue a, an opportunity did come up um, with another company to do some mortgage brokering which I thought yep I'll do this Okay. Made the decision not to go back to National Australia Bank. Okay. Officially resigned. Went into how long? How long? Sorry, how long were you yeah. with the NAB before About you? Twenty three years. Twenty three years with the NAB. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So that was a decision that wasn't made lightly. Absolutely. It was, yeah, it was very hard. So yes, took the opportunity to go brokering. Um, I did that with another company for eighteen months. Yep. And Dwayne, the director, Dwayne Hamster, director. set up a mortgage brokering side to their business. Of course, their core business is financial planning. They get a client in and say, right, we would like you to invest in this. You need to borrow some money against the equity you've got in your property. He used to physically walk with his clients to their bank, make sure things were all done correctly, wow. and thought it would be a better opportunity to be in a position you could do that in so someone like um, All Financial Services, yep. they do sort of that kind of stuff, but they don't do mortgages, is that right? Uh, I think these days more financial planning companies yep. are seeing the benefits of having that completed in-house. Gotcha. So, uh, yeah, I, again, from their perspective, I'm not 100% sure, sure but yep. yeah, definitely financial planners are looking at yeah, keeping it in-house. It yep. just um, it provides additional service um, yep. Yep. to their so, yeah, Dwayne offered to me the um, opportunity to join in here. and Smart man, yeah. smart man, Dwayne, <laughs> smart man. Jumped at the chance and, yeah, certainly haven't looked back. It's, yeah. it's been a, a great, great business. 
And how long have you been involved with AFA? And tell us a little bit about yeah. AFA. What, was it Dwayne that made you come here? Was it the, the, the company beliefs? Or what, yeah, what made you go? Yeah, a combination of all of yeah, those. Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, he had given me the opportunity to run it as my own. Yeah. Um, when you are working in a business and the source of your income is solely commission-based, it can become very competitive. So I, I suppose the opportunity for me to be here on my own, run the business as my own, was very enticing. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, again, at the end of the day, working in a bank environment, you have targets. You feel sometimes you're selling a product to a client for the sake of ticking a box, and that's not something I enjoy at all. There's, there's one of those bombs, ladies and gentlemen, I keep talking about. She's just dropped one on us. I, to be honest, I never found it difficult to meet my targets. It is about sitting in front of a client, working out what it is that they need, and I don't consider it a sell. Yep, yep. You're filling a need um, of a client. So, and that was the other flip side of that, being here. I could do as I pleased and be in a position where I felt I truly was helping clients 100%. And the fact that you just said you didn't consider it a sell, um, I think, you know, when I think the, the, the elite people at their jobs in selling, um, it's absolutely right what you just said there. It's not about selling. No, it's not. You, you move away from that. Correct. That's that's what you are when you your first three years, I guess, if you like. And they're teaching you to sell and do this and close this and yeah. meet this target. But then if you're really good at your job, it all becomes about being genuine. It does, yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, in my opinion, a broker is a broker. We have all the same majority of us have the same lenders on our panel that we can use. So really to differentiate yourself from your competitor, it is about the service that you provide. And I do feel that that's where my point of difference is. Definitely, I've I I, got, I used to see you at the Rain and Horn meetings when I was there, yeah, and how awesome! Is. You just got along with all of us. Yeah. 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 No, it is, and it, it is. It's about relationship building. So. Yeah. I hope you start to get a sense, ladies and gentlemen, of why she's one of the most. It's in my opinion, successful mortgage brokers. There's mortgage brokers, and then there's mortgage brokers. You know, there's banks, and then there's carry. So, um, you've also got a fantastic Facebook page. Um, well done. You, you keep it fresh. Keep it Thank fresh. Yeah, well done. No, it's, um, it's just again another way of letting people know where we're where we're at, what we've got to offer, and yeah, go from there. And it's very few in Darwin that are embracing, you know the social media aspect of getting in front of a camera doing a yeah. podcast so well done thank you you're innovative thank you for the opportunity <laughs> place is all mine <laughs> all right Kerry um what is one of the craziest things you have ever done in the territory oh god I seriously am not a crazy person <laughs> there is nothing crazy about me I'm probably far too conservative Okay. I couldn't even think. No? No. Okay. I, yeah, I, the funny thing on uh, my husband and uh, my honeymoon, he was the one that went and did a bungee jump and I just stood back and watched. There's no way. I just don't have it in me, Peter. <laughs> no crazy, no crazy. No crazy show rides or anything no like that? Cray. Okay, no, no, no cray cray. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And what's the first thing that pops into your mind when I say mortgage brokers? Yes, and tell us a little bit about AFA Mortgage Solutions in the sense of where are you located? Yeah. yeah. How yeah, can so the people find you if they need to? Absolutely. 
we are at the uh, 26 Harry Chan Avenue, Darwin City. We're in the beautiful uh, William Forster Chambers building. Uh, so you come in the glass front doors and our, we're on the ground floor, our office is to the right. Um, we have been here uh, for 10 years now from AFA. I myself have been in the business for nearly eight years now. Um, you can contact, obviously, as you mentioned, our Facebook page, yeah, AFA yeah. Mortgage Solutions, uh, our website at www.afams.com.au, um, or obviously contact me on my mobile. Do you want me to say that as well? Yes, what's your number? My number is 0417 867 627. Thank you, Kerry. <laughs> That's awesome. Come in, and you know, I've said this before. It's, um, well, to other people, not on the podcast, but they've got a wonderful cafe. It's like a restaurant-style cafe. It's pretty cool. Come in. Yeah, it is awesome. Get a lot of great feedback about the office. Yeah. So I might use it a bit more if, that, if that's all right. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> there you go. See, my phone is ringing. <laughs> a little pause because I can edit it out anyway. Yeah. Oh, that's right. So... All right, Kerry, we're going to ask you some pretty uh, cool questions. Yes. I normally ask a lot of my guests. So I've, I've, you've heard one or two podcasts. You've heard those questions. I have. Yeah, good. You can ask me the same questions. Yep. <laughs> you've been here for 22 yeah, years? Yeah, 22 yep. years, yep. yep. All right. Have you ever killed a crocodile? No, definitely not. Have you ever lived in a donger? No. You know what a donger is? Yes, I do. Oh, good work. Good work. There you go. <laughs> Do you know what the term long grasser means? Indeed, I do. Have you ever had... Oh, say that again. Have you ever heard of the Punciana lady? No. What? I've heard of the bird lady. Who oh, used yeah. to carry a pigeon around in her little cage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bag, bird lady, bag lady. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't... I might have... Punciana you've given me an idea that I yeah. might start asking. <laughs> good. All right, well... Um, the Punciana lady, everyone has their own version of it, but you haven't heard of the you no, haven't heard the Punciana no, stories. Okay. No. Alright, we'll leave that. <laughs> Have you ever eaten a green ants bun? No. You're gonna try it. I am going to try it. Yeah, it's yes. good. <laughs> yeah, right. Do you at least have two dogs? One. Okay. Have you ever had a salty plum? Oh, and they are disgusting. Oh no, don't I say tell that. You, it, I have only heard it referred to as salty plum, thought what the heck is this, the uh, girls here, uh, Penny yeah. brought one in, Angelo knows what they are, I tried it, there is nothing more gross than a salty plum. Oh, I don't say that. <laughs> well, it's funny, <laughs> people either absolutely love them, rave them, yep, yep no. gotcha, <laughs> there you go. Um, have you ever caught a feral pig? No. Never been hunting or? Have down south, uh, didn't catch it. I looked for the nearest tree and I was up it. <laughs> Have you ever been in the NT News? Yes. What for? Uh, when I first started here at AFA Mortgage, Mortgage yep. Solutions, we did a big um, express. Sure. Yeah, yep. yeah, letting everyone know where we were and so etc. So, so I have been in, in the oh, years. Yeah. But not uh, ever for beating someone up or oh, going no, to court. No, 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 of course not, no. <laughs> Told you I'm not crazy. Yeah. <laughs> right, be honest here, is your beer fridge bigger than your main fridge? Same size. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's but pretty we do cool. We have a, cr- a keg fridge, just that, and a beer fridge. 
keg fridge? Yeah, it's actually that? like this big freezer that you could probably fit five bodies in it. And you oh, wow. fit one, two, three, four kegs in it. It has a tap on the top. Awesome. What's your address? No. <laughs> All right. Have you ever chucked a sickie to go fishing? No. No. Have you used gammon in a sentence? Oh, Peter, did gammon? Absolutely. Yes, of course. <laughs> Do you think it's uh, perfectly acceptable for a man to marry his buffalo? And would you go to the wedding? Absolutely. Oh, isn't that wonderful? <laughs> True Territorian. <laughs> Kerry, thank you so much for your time today, thank Let you. Uh, for letting us use your office. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's been a real insight. She, as I said, um, uh, 22 years in Darwin, plus how many years down at uh, the NAB? Uh, 23. Wow. There's a lot of experience right yeah. there. Thank That's you. not 20 in total. Yeah. That doesn't make me over 50. No, 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 no. <laughs> talking about the experience. But absolutely. And, uh, you know, iProperty NT, which is a company I've recently launched and hoping to get it off the ground. She's definitely one of my main people that I will always uh, refer to. And I'm actually looking, I'm going to do that. I'm going to put a page on my website where I have my recommended people who yeah. to go to. Yeah. And there's going to be two or three max. Yep. No That's more. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Peter. I appreciate your support. No, thank you. Um, thank you very much, Kerry. Thank you. All right, moving straight into Donkey of the Week for the last week of September. Uh, we There's a community on Facebook called Bellamat Community Facebook Group. Um, and uh, on the uh, 26th of September at 755 uh, Zoe Adams um, wanted to give a personal fuck you to the idiots who let off fireworks that severely you know got a dog damaged um, the photos are quite confronting so our donkey of the week for this last week of September goes out to all the idiots that are letting off um, fireworks at this this time of year I, I get that um, we have, you know, the Territory Day and, you know, people let off their fireworks, but to let them off on a, um, you know, during the week of a weeknight in a quiet, you know, suburban area, uh, you're a complete tool. So all the idiots that let off their fireworks, uh, not on Territory Day, uh, on random nights, uh, not even being, a, not even the fact that it's a weekend, give them the biggest hee-haw. <coughs> And let me tell you, I don't think Zoe's uh, vet bills was uh, very cheap either. So, yes, stop letting them off, guys. Thanks very much. Thanks for listening to another series of our podcast. Can't wait to bring you the next series. Over and out.